Hello, and welcome to Blizzard Watch, our first episode ever of the Blizzard Watch podcast. I don't know if we're going to call it the Blizzard Watch podcast or the Blizzard Watch show, which is kind of awkward. So for now, it's just Blizzard Watch. Um, first, before I even introduce anybody, which is rude, but I don't care, um, <laughs> we have almost hit our $8,000 Patreon goal already for Blizzard Watch, which is absolutely incredible. Personally, I didn't expect we would hit even 4000 today. But we've almost hit our first major goal, and that's freaking incredible. So um, first, I'd like to introduce Matthew Rossi, who will be the usual primary host of the show. I'm just bogarting it today because um, I felt like it. Matthew he can Rossi, do that. He's the editor-in-chief. It's true. I'm editor-in-chief. I can do what I want. Yep. Thanks, everybody, for listening and for supporting us and generally giving us a chance to show you what we can do. It was really appreciated. And next sorry, we have, I'm sincere mode. Oh, sorry, I no, don't know you're still going. I don't host. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> it's fine. Clueless. All I'm saying is that you know this is me in sincere mode. I'll I'll try to get back to sarcastic as soon as possible. Next we have uh, Ann Stickney, who never missed a single episode of our previous show, which shall not be named. Ann Stickney. I guess I guess I have a new record to keep now, huh? You do. I <laughs> hold it. We'll start out from number one, the inaugural episode. Is that the right word? I think that's the right word. I don't know. I'm sorry, people. As long as you don't say penultimate, because no, I I did that a few times. I used penultimate because it sounded like a cooler version of ultimate, and that's no, no, no. That's not a no. So anyway, hi guys. Um, thank you. <laughs> That's all I can think of to say right now. Um, remember when I said yesterday that that uh, I I don't know how to shut up. Uh, Y'all figured out how to shut me up real quick. Um, so yeah, I I don't know. Alex, introduce somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, last but not least is my partner in crime in this particular venture, uh, who is my partner in crime for many years already over at our last home. Adam Holisky. Um, hi, everybody. Uh, it's uh, it's great to be back here. Uh, you know, it's uh, <laughs> I'm not going to get choked up, but y'all are pushing it today with me. Um, uh, it's really, really great to be back. It feels it, oh, the last week has been very difficult for all of us, even though we've kind of known that we wanted to come and do this thing. And today we're we're looking at what feels like seven years of very hard work paying off that it's like yes what we had was good and what we what we want to do is good too and um that's that's just very fulfilling and the fact that this is a a community that's coming together right now to support itself like that's what the internet is for that's what all this other bs and all this other crap that we put up with in the world whatever the internet's here to support a community of people that want to be together and do cool stuff. And I am really, really just honored and thrilled to be a part of that. And um, uh, we aren't quite at 8,000 yet, which is our first goal for full return to full operations, but we are so close. It's incredible. And I said it before, but I'll say it again. I didn't expect to manage that in a day. And we have... And we might hit 8,000 as we're recording, which would be freaking awesome. Um, <laughs> I'm glad I grabbed a box of tissues on my way back from getting a cup of coffee because it's been that kind of day. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, and today's episode of the podcast is probably not going to be like what we used to do. We're going to get back to that. Yes. But today I think... Because we're going the crowdfunding method through Patreon, um, I think we should spend an episode answering questions about our project, because I think people want to know what they're investing, uh, the, what they are in... Uh, what am I trying to say? Uh, we, we, oh we, just hit, we just hit it, actually. We just hit 8,000. Yeah. You guys are incredible. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think people are interested in what they're putting their money towards, because it is crowdfunded, and uh, I think having a crowdfunded project, it's the right thing to do to have some transparency, especially when we're asking as much as we are. So we're going to take questions from you guys, both from Twitter. If you want to tweet us at Blizzard Watch, we'll take your questions there. 
or in uh, the Twitch chat channel. If you want to know anything about our intentions of the project, what we're going to cover, you know, anything about our business model, if we have an answer or can't answer it, we will. And if you don't, guys don't ask us questions, we're going to talk about whatever we want because that's what we do. If, if you don't give us anything, Rossi and Anne will just go because that is what they do. I can talk about cow tipping in the Midwest. Um, I've done oh that. my God, we should talk about that at some point. <laughs> well, we, do have, we do have a lot of questions um, that are coming in via Twitter and via the site. Do you just kind of, uh, do you want me to just read some off here? Um, sure. We'll have you, I'll have you do that in a second, but the first one that's been coming up all day is our logo. No, our logo isn't final. I we, had like three hours last night, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> we totally we genuinely put this together in less than a week, uh, we and we would have, like we've had what? less than a week. Right? Yeah, put it this way: I wasn't even necessarily sure I was involved until I think Thursday. Yeah, I was like, that. guys, um, am I doing anything here? And they, I was like, oh, didn't Alex talk to you? And I was like, I don't think he did. Well, here's the situation for me personally. Um, I found out before everybody else did because it was my responsibility to tell everybody. And when I found out, I honestly was ready to just walk away from it. Just leave it as it is. Find something else to do. And it was Liz Harper and Adam who came to me and pushed me to do something. And I was like, you know what? I think we can do something. And it started out at a slow boil where I'm like, eh, I don't know. But once we decided to do it, it took off really fast and we put together everything we could in a matter of days. So no, our logo isn't final. We would like a professional logo. We aren't looking for somebody to design that today, but we will be in the market for one and we'll let you know when we are. And until then, I will probably cobble together something that isn't as well. For a second iteration, I find it more visually interesting than the first iteration, but it's nowhere near perfect. Um, and we've—I know we've had—we've had a lot of people throw logos at us all day, and some of them are really, really cool. Um, we can't use those. <laughs> and um, I, a lot of people are volunteering this stuff for free. Yeah. Um, personally. I don't think it's right to take those things for free, even if people want to give them to us for free. I think it's a matter of uh, decency and integrity that you pay people for what they do. We're looking to get paid for doing what we love to do. And I don't really believe in taking something like that from somebody else when it's what they love to do. And, And I don't think it's fair to ask people to give us money so we can not pay people. Yeah, we would much rather, like, you know, do things the right way. Come on. Although, man, some of these logos that we've been getting, I'm like, they are good. All the money for that. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> we we are looking for one. Just um, we have our hands full, and we'll get to it when things have settled down a little bit. Madcap frenzy, like seriously, amazing. She just sent you and I, um, Alex, like four logo treatments that were astoundingly, astoundingly yeah, I professional. already. I. Uh... It's weird. This is so weird. Like, I mean, we're doing the same. We're on Skype. We're on Twitch. It's a different channel name. Like, that's the only thing that's different here. But am I the only one who feels like up to this point when we were podcasting, we were doing it from like an office or something. And now it feels like we're doing it like from the treehouse outside. (laughs) (laughs) It does feel a different sense of ownership, right? Like, I already feel like that. Absolutely. Yeah, it's more free and fun. I had, I had, uh, have you guys seen the movie Empire Records? Not in years. No. Oh my gosh. Okay. You had to go see Empire Records. I feel like I'm living Empire Records today. It's kind of weird. It's just been a really weird day. It's been a really weird emotional day in which I have like actually shut up every now and again. Anyway, Alex, go ahead. Adam, do you want to hit us with another question? Yeah. Uh, so one question that we had, and I think, um, this is something that I know we are getting a lot. Now, where is it? Uh, have you guys had any sort of list of columns that are certain to exist? The Q is a given, and KYL too, I hope. But oh, what Lord. about things yeah. like 
Drama Mamas and Officer Quarters. This is from Lavender. Other people go on to talk about um, the Warrior Column and some of our other things that we've had to uh, disengage with over the years. Okay, uh, uh, Warrior Column, that's going to go with Class Columns, which is yeah. one of our stretch goals. 8,000 is what we needed to do this as a professional outlet. 9,000 to 10,000 is where we can start bringing class columns back because it might not seem like it necessarily, but those are a big expense when you're paying people for that work. There's 11 yeah. different classes out there, and each class has three specs, except for druids, which have four specs. So, yeah, I mean, some of the classes, you can, some classes you don't have to actually have a spec person for. Like, I think for classes like Death Knights and Warriors, yeah. You yeah. can get away with one or two columnists at most. But like Paladins, it is really hard to cover Paladins like with one guy. Right. right. Yeah, that's, and that's because these are, also, these are also long-form features, um, the way freelancing of this sort works is if it's longer, it's considered a, what you would call a feature, and you pay more for that because it's more work. It's not just the words. It's also the research. And it costs more than, say, you know, a little blurb about such and such thing was announced today. It's it's a big investment to make all of those happen. Other that's why we're asking for that money because we need it to make it happen. We um, you know, one of the things that I often get asked even nowadays is like, are we going to return to having every spec be represented every week? And I can almost assuredly say that answer is no, um, mainly because it's not that we don't want to do it necessarily but because that just creating that content for a holy paladin for 52 weeks out of a year is really 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 hard and at this stage of the game's life i want to say is nearly impossible so what you'll probably end up seeing is some amalgamation of a few times a couple times a month a few times a month for each spec depending on depending on other stuff it's kind of right. and it's going to be different and, for everybody too. and we have um because we have so much more freedom with this model we don't necessarily like it's when you're under a corporation um budgets are kind of use it or lose it if you don't spend all every single dollar available within a budgetary period it's gone you lost that money there's no way to spend it but under this model, we could, if there's a period where the class columnists don't have a lot to talk about, either because there's not much content or whatever reason, we no can keep changes. that money. Right. We can keep that money and say, okay, well, now we have a stockpile. The new expansion is coming out. We can have these people make a bunch of really long guides because we saved that budget money before. We have people in the chat channel that are asking us if we are going to be covering other Blizzard games. Um, for, uh, we'll move on to that in a second. I'll say the other columns you asked about, Drama Mama's Officer's Quarters. I'm pretty much open to anything at this point. It depends on funding and what people want. If you really, if all bunch of you really want Officer's Quarters, I can talk to Scott and make it happen if the funding is there. I'm not really opposed to anything. Just let us know. Like, your feedback is super, super important right now. Um, and we're we're listening. We're we're listening a lot, and we've been listening a lot. So keep it coming. Um, Especially certain backers, you can post things on our Patreon page, and I'm going to be going through all of that. So if there's something you want, tweet it at us. Put it on the Patreon. We'll look at all of it. Uh, and what was the question you had from the chat channel? Uh, they were wanting to know if we're going to be covering other Blizzard games, and what that coverage is going to kind of entail. Uh, I think, I mean, I, I, I believe the intention, absolutely, yes. At, at some point, we will be covering those games. I don't know what that's going to look like necessarily um, in totality. Uh, certainly, when we get something like a cool screenshot from Overwatch like we got yesterday, I would want to post that right away because that's cool and easy. Yeah. Uh, I think, I don't know, Alex, like I, we haven't really kind of talked about it what's what's your thoughts well we can have um, a little editorial conversation right <laughs> i could uh i could go on forever because like i've said i've i've been trying to pitch this blizzard watch with that exact name to our former company for the last five years um but it would be a very long conversation what i'll boil it down to is first we're going to approach world of warcraft because most of you have come to us from a world of warcraft site you're probably paying us primarily for world of warcraft content um, and we will continue doing other games in small ways. And as funding allows and as interest comes in, we would love to expand 
indefinitely. I mean, Hearthstone is a huge one. On WoW Insider, we saw a lot of overlap between World of Warcraft and Hearthstone, so that's a priority for me. Um, and uh, another part of it, too, is first, it's where are writers, what are they passionate about? I mean, if there's somebody on staff already who really wants to write about Diablo, I'm going to let them do it, because the best thing for any publication is passionate, excited people. And that's where we're going to start. And as funding allows, we will expand to everything. Uh, let's jump into another question. Um, will you be recruiting freelance writers openly, freelance writers openly in similar ways like you did under previous sites? Um, it's not something that, again, that we've really talked about. Alex, uh, go ahead. I mean, yes, I think, right? Yeah, again, it's another, it's another position where as funding allows... Um, if, if the money's coming in, we will totally put it towards content of all sorts. We're starting small with our core crew of people we had before who we know and you know and we know did great work. But as we can add more content, absolutely we'll put out open calls. I, I actually enjoy the hiring process. One of my favorite parts of being editor-in-chief is finding talented people and giving them the means to do awesome things. Um, another question on here that I can answer um, from Duclaw on Twitter is, how can some of us web devs help with SEO and mobile stuff? Uh, so right now I'm taking care of the product side of everything, and the answer is that I don't know what that's going to look like. Again, I'm saying we don't, we don't know a lot, right? Uh, I do know that I can continue with that, but I do think I'm going to need help with that at some point. And when I do, I'll be reaching out to the community um, to, to have that uh, happen. I am starting uh, another day job with uh, another company here shortly, and that's going to be eating up some of my time to respond to some of the emergency stuff that happens on the site and the back end uh, and technical things. But So uh, so stay tuned on, on that kind of web dev front. Uh, um, Adam, um, just because uh, we were specifically asking for funding so we can do this full-time, do you kind of want to give... Oh, a, a smidgen of clarity of what you expect your role to be. Right. Um, so this is, uh, I, I, I don't want to get into like specifics of what I'm going to get paid or not from the site. No, no, uh, it's no. going to be, I'm just going to be honest with everybody. It's not going to be nearly as much as any of my colleagues here anymore or what I was getting at. Wow. Insider. Um, my role is going to move towards more of the business end and more of the, um, and, and definitely on the technical end of things. You'll still see me do the queue and an occasional post here and there, but I'm likely going to end up stepping away from being a daily editor. Um, it's not it's not a huge change, nothing we all need to worry about, and something that's been in the works for, for a bit here. Um, so that's that's kind of where we are. So even uh, when you're seeing like those staff lists and everything on Patreon, I'm not included in all of that. Uh, so yeah, I think anything else that I missed there, Alex? Um, I don't think so. Like, it's just the essence of it is Adam is moving more to a behind-the-scenes part-time position, and um, when you're he's paying, he's our tech for, dude. Yeah, and yeah. We, we are asking you to pay for people to do this full time, and you are helping pay people to do this full time. And Adam is a part timer. Yeah. Um, also, another question that's been asked is, what is the uh, Interastrum LLC thing at the bottom of it? That is because we're not screwing around. We, I have an incorporated business uh, out of Minnesota, and uh, Blizzard Watch is living under that business and everything. So we are, we are an official, official shop here and all that. Yeah, we're, we're taking this seriously. We want to make sure we're here to stay and we don't just get the rug pulled out from under us. We're playing it smart. Yep. Uh, another question. This is for Do we have the, one that we can give to uh, Rossi or Anne and yeah, along the lines of content? There actually is a really good question here. Um, Blizzard Watch, this is from Opa. Is it possible for there to be a lore podcast, even maybe bi weekly rather than weekly? That's actually. We've, yeah, we've we, talked about that. We have talked about that where Rossi and I just sit and talk back and forth about lore. Um, I, several of our coworkers have been present in the newsroom on the old site and seen us go back and forth and seen exactly how crazy those conversations get. Um, it's something that we're definitely considering doing. Uh, it was one of those things where we were like, well, we could make that one of the stretch goals, I guess, you know, that kind of thing. Cause obviously those do take time and things like that. Uh, but that's definitely on the table. 
because, yeah, a lot of people have been asking about that one, <laughs> where we could just do a lore podcast and have it be the lore podcast. And then this one could be just, you know, Warcraft questions or Blizzard questions or questions about things that aren't necessarily lore related. Like, And we certainly wouldn't reject answering questions about lore here because, no. you know, that's what we do. But one of the problems with the WoW Insider show... Sorry, I shouldn't have said that, but whatever, I already did. Oh, oh no. <laughs> One of the problems Don't with it was... Don't say it three times. Yeah. Three times and you'll summon it. <laughs> yes, well... Anyway, one of the problems we had with it, it was that, you know, we didn't get a lot of other questions. And we saw where we were sort of, like, forced to go with what we were getting. I think it's a feedback loop situation that people thought that's all we did. So that's what they sent us. And so that's what we had to answer. So people thought that's all we did. And th- we'd like to avoid that here. We'd like people to ask us any questions they want. But in terms of doing a lore podcast, I'd absolutely be down for it. Um, I think it would be great. Uh, we've had people from around the community express interest in, I'm not going to say their names, but some of them are pretty big names. And, you know, we'd love to have them on if that, if, if that got, if we manifested that podcast, we'd absolutely love to have some of those people on. Yes. Um, and the thing is, is you guys have never actually seen Ann and I go off oh. or heard it. No. You don't understand. This podcast we've been doing. The tinfoil hats are lightweight, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we, we restrain ourselves quite a bit. Uh, like we, we, we try and not drown anyone out. Um, we like to let other people talk and we try and keep it sane. We, we've, we go way beyond that. So far out of the reach yeah. of, yeah. So that show could happen. And, and if, if it does happen, uh, it would basically be the lore show that we've been talking. We've basically been doing by ourselves for like four years now. The topic of podcasts in general, I think we'll, we haven't discussed it yet, but I think it'll be an interesting thing to, for us to explore later. If we do get to explain, expand into other blizzard games, because um, I mean, when we're talking about, WoW, Hearthstone, Overwatch, Heroes of the Storm, StarCraft, Diablo. One hour in a very limited crew of people isn't necessarily going to be sufficient to cover all of that, and maybe you'll just want to hear about WoW. So we may end up in a situation where if funding allows and staffing allows, we might have a spread of podcasts we have to run. Which would be amazing. And you know, also something that, I mean, you and I, Alex, for years have talked about I mean, it's oh yeah, monetizing these podcasts. And I think like <laughs> probably as early as 2008, when AOL Radio was still a thing, right? Like um, back in my early years of Wild Insider, I was super ambitious. I had these great ideas, and over the years, um, <laughs> I realized nothing would get done. I can't but laugh here. Sorry. I thought it would be awesome to have like an actual radio station of like Wow podcasts because at the right. time. And not even at the time, still, there's so many awesome podcasters out there and so many people that like listening to podcasts. And I'm not promising anything here. I'm not saying tomorrow we're launching a 24-hour podcast radio station. That's not <laughs> happening. But um, we can certainly explore the possibility of having a more diverse offering of podcasts. Yeah, and we could do things like actually make these things make money. Um, what, Speaking so, of what, money, have, have we mentioned <laughs> the Patreon URL at all? I don't no. think we have. No. Okay, it's what Patreon, is it? Patreon.com slash Blizzard Watch is where you can contribute to Blizzard Watch. And um, Patreon, it's a uh, a monthly recurring payment. So it's kind of like a subscription, but you choose what you pay. If you, only, if you can only or only want to give a dollar a month, that's awesome. If you want to give us uh, $1,000 a month, um, probably don't because you'll go into debt. But... Um, <laughs> You can give us whatever we want, whatever, not whatever we want, whatever you want. Give us whatever <laughs> give we us want. Whatever we want or else. Um, give us whatever you want on a monthly basis and um, you can cancel anytime. It's like, like I said, it's like a subscription, but you set the price. If you reach a point where you can't contribute anymore or don't want to, you can just cancel. And if, if you only do a dollar a month, that's amazing. We appreciate you. We love you. You're beautiful. Um, something I want to speak to on the long-term sustainability of this model, too. Uh, so f- other than 
the editorial stuff that I've done with WoW Insider and the software development, I actually have been involved in nonprofits for about 10 years. Uh, this is very much a sustainable model. It's amazing that it's coming to publishing now. We're not the first site to kind of do something like this, but I think the way that we're doing it and the community aspect that we're involving it is going to be um, pretty cutting edge. And I really, really think that we're going to be around for a while here. This is not something that is just going to go away. We're going to have to focus on fundraising at points, and we're going to have to focus on making sure that we are always at a certain minimum level of, of income for the site and all this other stuff. But, you know, if you noticed, we, we have no ads on the site right now. Um, it's not always going to be like that. It might change literally tomorrow. But with the fact that we're not going to be beholden to advertising, that we're not going to have to be sticking in and worrying about how much Google ads we're getting and all this other BS, that that's amazingly freeing uh, yeah, and, for us. And on advertising in particular, there's a section in our Patreon FAQ if you want to know our stance on advertisement. Um, I think I made it pretty clear. It's we'll use it to future-proof the site, make sure that you know there's no one bad month won't drag us under and shut us all down um supplement the income from a patreon to make sure we are safe and our staff is safe and we can keep this thing going as long as we can yeah uh let's jump into another question here um where was it and let's let's talk about this one this one is on the uh on the comments here from googly eyes quick question before i head off did you expect this reception Matt, Rossi, you first. Well, I already told you guys, I didn't think, I thought at most we might get to this by the end of the month. Like, I just didn't, I mean, who, you know, because I don't, I have no idea how many people are going to actually, you know, cough up. I don't know who people are going to, like, actually, you know, people tell you that they'll they'll go for crowdfunding, but let's see what they actually do. And, you know, man, <laughs> you you could not have surprised me more. Like, I remember... I honestly, the the first inkling I had that we were going to get here, like we were going to get to the point where we hit the first goal, was when I realized we had gotten like an eighth of the way there before we announced it. Like, yeah, and, and um, that's you, you guys. I, I'm going to say this: you guys are really good at finding things no one's telling you about. Yeah, because I I, rest- I restrained myself like you can't believe to not tell anyone what was happening. Like, the closest I came to saying what was happening was it really it really is hard to gag yourself, you know, and not say things. I tweeted that. I didn't tweet, so go here to Patreon. I mean, it just was like, what? And it just was like, man, I had no, I had no clue. Straight up had no clue. Alex? Yeah, um, like I said, you know, there's, you read a lot that people say things like, oh, put such and such up and I'll throw my wallet at you. And um, people say that so often that you don't know if it's true. And I was very much afraid of a situation where we would put this thing up and all those people who were like, we would totally support you were kind of full of it. Because that's kind of my default thing. I'm really <laughs> skeptical about money. And um, I kind of have this thing where I don't take compliments well. So when somebody tells me they really love something that I've made, I'm like, you're just being nice. You're lying. You're full of crap. I don't believe you. So, um, seeing all those people saying, well, we would totally support you. I made the Patreon. was like, well, who knows what'll happen? And people actually came through and it's incredible. It's, I just can't believe it. Yeah. Well, unlike Alex, I'm an eternal optimist. Um, and I know that, in the five years of writing this site, I'm trying really hard not to tear up, guys. <laughs> I really am. I'm like making a, a concerted effort here. Um, one one thing that always kept me going was uh, the people that commented and the people that read and the the knowledge that that y'all liked what I was doing. Which um, not only did y'all like what I was doing, but you were really happy to let me know and that kind of kept me going um so often you hear from communities and things like that all you ever hear about is like the negative aspects and the negative sides of it but um wow insider has been really focused on bringing out the positive side of the community even when we got you know 
we we got beat back a little. Obviously, 2014 was not the best year for our site ever. Um, and I was I was kind of optimistic, and I figured, okay, a week, maybe two weeks, we'll probably have enough there to keep us going. And um, how long has it been? It's been like six and a half hours or something. Like about um, that, yeah. We're losing her again. <laughs> I think uh... this is my career. This is this is what I love to do. I love to write, and it doesn't matter what I'm writing about. I love writing. I, I love I love explaining things. I love talking with people. I love interacting with people. And you guys have just made sure, you guys have just made sure that I can keep doing that. And I don't think that thank you is enough to say, really. But that's all I can think of to say. For once, I'm at a loss for words here. Anyway, go to somebody else, okay? okay. I'm going to go find my tissues. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, and I, I, you know, I, my thought is, is that I am, I'm surprised that it's happened already. I thought that we'd get here within like a week, to be frank. Um, I've, seen, I've seen what this community can do. And I've, I've had, you know, just from my own experience with the nonprofits, uh, uh, experiences where groups like this are able to get together and support a cause that it, they like. And it's a cause that people are passionate about, right? Like people are passionate about symphonies and operas, which is my world. And people are passionate equally about video games and, and this game in particular. So it doesn't surprise me that we're here. It surprised me how fast we're here and that like now the next couple of days is going to be Alex and I talking about like what, class columns exactly we're going to bring back that was not something that i was expecting to talk about this week at all like i was thinking oh i need to go look at maybe a graphic designer well now we're going to have to get a graphic designer really quick because we have other things to go Um, to it's it's, in that sense it's kind of a double-edged sword where um it's fantastic that we got all this funding but um considering we put this together in a week we suddenly have a whole lot to do in the next week we have um Glitcher in the chat channel saying, what about a YouTube channel or regular Twitch stream? Uh, we've reserved a YouTube channel name. That's as far as we've gotten, but we do have it. Um, and video content is one of those things that uh, I was actually talking to Alex about earlier today. One of the things that I'd like to do that I never really got the opportunity to do with uh, WoW Insider, it was something we were kicking around and we were going to do, and it never came to be, was uh, we were going to do... Uh, Tours, Azeroth tours, lore tours of Azeroth, where we were going to go ahead and record, well, I wanted to record in-game footage, and then, you know, talk about the lore behind the places in the game that you go to every day, because I think that that's really kind of interesting, and it kind of makes everything really relevant. So that's one of those things that I'd like to get around to, but um, I think there's a lot of potential for video content, honestly, if we can get it up and going. um Video is one of those things where uh, I'm not going to say our previous company was against it because they weren't. They pushed it very hard. Um, the, the problem was in, in the position we were, we didn't have meaningful resource to do it. And there was also some proprietary platforms to work with that added a layer of complexity to the workflow. And now that we can kind of do what we want, we can do the YouTube thing or we can pick and choose. We can make our own workflow that fits us and our personalities and our methods. And that opens up a whole world to us and we will explore anything and everything. When you're working under a corporate umbrella, there's only so high you can raise your hands before you hit the roof. And um, we just ditched that. So we can literally go just about anywhere we want to. And I think that's kind of extraordinary. And <laughs> I, I want to say again that like feedback is huge. Yeah. I mean, you guys are backing us. You tell us what you want. Like we, we have – we're not the kind of people who will go 100% video content. You don't have to be afraid of that. But tell us what kind of videos you want and what you're looking for. Yeah, I promise and, you, you will not have to look at my face. <laughs> Eric Roth wants to know are you going to bring back some of the old writers you had to let go last year we already have we've, yes we've already pegged some of them 
And yes. if we hit that class column goal, we'll bring back a whole lot more of them. Yes. Yep. I miss uh, all I, those gonna, guys a lot. I'll, I'll say right up front, um, one of the things I've always been a supporter of, one of the things I think is necessary for the health of the site, and one of the reasons I think we had such a hard time last year was because class columns provide identity. They don't necessarily provide hits, but we don't have to worry about that anymore. We don't have to satisfy anybody but you. If you're satisfied, then that's good enough. And class columns provide a kind of identity. They tell you what the site is. They, they give people, I come for read X. I come to read Y. I, I've lost count. When I did the goodbye post, I lost count of the amount of people who told me that they read uh, the Karen Feeding, even though they didn't play a warrior. And I've seen that for other classes as well. I've seen that for hunter columns. I've seen that for rogue columns. I've seen that for mage columns. People, <clears throat> a class column doesn't necessarily appeal to everybody, but the people it does appeal to, it appeals too strongly. And I've always been a big believer in it. I think we should have them. And yeah, and, and that, that's <clears throat> one of the issues with, with the, uh, the corporate structure is you, a lot of times there are features that are, have a very small readership, but they're very passionate. And when you're purely talking advertisement, that small, passionate group doesn't work in that corporate setting. But if you are specifically coming to us and supporting us and backing us personally because you love those things, that enables us to continue doing them. We don't have to obey the corporate you know, ad hits are everything. Right. And I think too, like small, I, just before we move on from this, I want to, I should say small as we're talking about, I think the smallest class slash spec column that we had was something like 20,000 hits. Right. Yeah, um, Which really, I mean, it's, it, that would be fine. And it totally depended on, you know, the, the expansion cycle too. Like that right. is also one of the big hurdles writing about wow is, um, traffic, would spike insanely for patches and expansions and it would dip pretty far in between them. And so, you know, of course, we we also just had the experience of a very long lull. Yes. And um, that's, you know, that's that's out of our control. We can't we cannot tell Blizzard when to put out their game. But you know? I think what's going to help since we're going to cover all the games that lull is going to be much different. Uh let's move on to the next question here. Uh Despicable Bad asks, or Brad, Despicable Brad, previously under AOL, you couldn't hire volunteer writers. I believe AOL had issues with volunteer submitted content on staff slash paid sites. Could this change for your site, and do you anticipate that happening? Uh, Alex, do you kind of want to take a stab at this? My, I have a gut reaction, but sure. it's probably the same. My, my personal opinion, it's much like the logos. When people are offering free logos, I think it's a matter of decency and integrity that you pay, pay people for their work not paying people is um w when you're making money off of this not paying someone is taking advantage of their goodwill it's and borderline ex it's, yeah, it's borderline exploitation and it's also a matter of when sites do that when they take free work that inspires other sites to do it they say oh this site is making money off of taking people's work for free we don't have to pay people either, and the entire industry is worse for it. People get paid less or don't get paid at all, and right. that and puts people out of jobs. Yeah, it's really kind of hard. I mean, if you look at the industry right now, it's in flux. It's not really a great time to be trying to tell people that they shouldn't get paid for work because that is what it is. It's work. Especially, you know, we like to we like to try and put out the best content we can. This is, you know. This is a job, and it's one we try really hard to do as as well as we possibly can. I believe Ann called it her career at one point, and that's accurate. If you're a career, you know, if you're doing this as a career, it, you don't want to devalue it. And it's um, not easy to do either. And you don't. I mean, the last thing you want to give anyone who is trying to pursue something that they love to do, whether it be writing or art. I'm also really, really passionate about paying artists due for their work. The last thing you want to do is give them their, the impression that their work isn't worth anything because it absolutely is. It is every single time and they should absolutely be paid to do it. So I, there's, you know, you know despite people trying to be nice or whatever, it's not about being nice. It's about 
giving you compensation for all of what you put in, you know? So uh, I think... Uh, oh, go ahead, Matt. I was just going to say, there's, there was a... I don't know if you guys, if you don't play pen and paper role-playing games, you might not know what N-World is. But N-World is a very large clearinghouse site for RPGs. It was founded, it was originally the Eric Noah site. It was founded when the D20 system came out. And it's a pretty big deal in, in pen and paper games. And they had a big thing about freelancers up recently. How much should freelance writers get paid? Um, which, what about, you know, and the point was made that Guy was offering his work for so little that the, the moderator of the board said to him, no, man, you, you, you are way undervaluing yourself. And it, it, it's not just going to hurt you. It's going to hurt everybody uh, because then people will think that this is the amount that they should be getting paid, and it isn't. You, you can't undervalue that kind of work because, you know, I mean, you know, it's, I've been doing this for seven years. And uh, in that time, it has never been easy. You know? Let's... Let's uh, jump to two other questions that I can answer really quick. They're about individual people. Can I, uh, can I add something really quick? Of course. Um, all of that being said, we are because we don't have that corporate structure, we have a lot more agility to do things like if you send us a pitch and we want you to write one post, we can bring you on relatively quickly and make it happen. Um, I'm and not saying send you. us right and pay you. <laughs> And I'm not saying start sending us pitches because we don't have anything in place to accept those yet. If you send us a pitch now, it'll probably disappear into the nether. But if we get that structure in place, it should be easier for us to say, okay, we want to bring you on to write about this one thing you really know well. And if that's all you want to do and that's all we you know, want from you and we can pay you quickly. I mean – get you on board quickly. You'll probably get paid at the same time everybody gets paid, but we can bring you on. Whereas before, it was a pretty drawn-out process that involved going through so many layers of people. Well, right. I mean, we had seed at one point, and while that 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 was I, <laughs> it was a ton of work on the back end, but my God, did it produce results. It yeah, was really it was awesome. And the unfortunate thing about that is it really only worked for us because we had such a, such a strong community and a, such a strong focus that we could pull in that kind of content and that worked great for us. But for the rest of AOL, which was completely different from our, how our site operated, it didn't work for anybody else. Um, so a couple other questions here. One is what's happening with uh, Panzer of Trade Chat. Uh, Panzer is doing some stuff with Wowhead right now. It's absolutely cool. We have exchanged lots of emails. She's super hyped about what we're doing, and we're super hyped about what she's doing. And we will definitely feature her stuff as it comes out. Um, but is there going to be like a WoW Insider Weekly recap? Probably not for the time being uh, from her, but that's cool. The, Still know, loving to feature all of her other stuff, though. So Panzer, uh, I mean, she was fantastic in that she told you that she would get something in every week, and she did. Like mm-hmm. there, It's so hard to find people who are both cooperative and professional in that sense where in, you know, it's a, uh, you know, in the video world, somebody who is – they have their own thing, but they're also willing to cooperate and work together. And she had that, and she delivered the product she said she would. And that's incredible. It's yeah. really hard to find people who will be consistent and cooperative. Panzer is part of this community, and will we feature part of her as part of the community? Absolutely. Um Another question of Sarah Pine's going to be coming back. Sarah is a uh, in a graduate program at the moment. That's why she wasn't doing so much on Wild Insider. I know she's talked about it on Twitter at least. Um, so I uh, I don't know that answer, but we would certainly welcome her involvement. Yeah, she's busy. She's pretty busy with school, so um, but she's welcome. Oh, I just lost my place. Cool. Thank you, browser crash. We had somebody in the chat channel. Arc- Archmage Valexion, who said, will tomorrow start the hourly articles again? I hope so. And I feel like we should probably address that. Um, I think we'll have something. Um, again, remember that we had a week to do this, and we've all been... We were not expecting this kind of response. <laughs> yeah, we honestly, like I said, we weren't expecting to hit our goal today. Yeah. Um, and we wouldn't have been able to start full operations until we hit that goal we might have been able to do a little so we honestly weren't prepared to have a full schedule tomorrow that said 
we have some assignments out with our writers already that are in progress. <laughs> so as soon as we <laughs> saw that we were probably going to hit that goal, I started talking to people to get work started. I'm working on another tinfoil hat. <laughs> there are definitely going to be posts tomorrow. Absolutely. Um, one of the things about that we did in uh, for Woe Insider for years and years was we would you know generally rotate between a news post and a and a column, which would be turned in at least a couple of days in advance, right? So we'd rotate those every other hour, just about, and that let um, that let us be able to write the news and have those columns run and provide hourly content. It's going to take a bit for us to get back up to that speed uh it's not going to be an immediate thing though so i don't i don't want to set that expectation but you should have the expectation that we're going to have as much if not more than what you would have seen over the last you know couple months at wow insider i think because we're we gonna have, have more to, stuff to work with too yeah we have to get ready that's the problem Coras from the chat channel would like to know are the column names going to stay the same or do they need to be changed because of reasons they don't need to be changed because of reasons, which I found out yesterday when Alex told me. Know Your Lore is going to be Know Your Lore. It will always be Know Your Lore. So there. You know, <laughs> I have a complicated relationship with column topics, uh, <laughs> column titles. Um, I think sometimes they're warranted. Sometimes they're snappy, and they tell you very quickly what that content is about. Sometimes, if you make them for the sake of making them, they're an obstacle to the content. If you have a title that's really super obscure, nobody knows what the hell you're writing about and they're not going to read it based on those few words at the beginning. That said, we are not forced to change the name of anything. The Q can be the Q. Know your lore can be know your lore. Nobody owns those words. So we can do whatever we want. Know your lawyer. Um, Duclaw's joking about that. We actually had a Lawbringer column, which was written by uh, Matt McCurley, who's a uh, who's a lawyer, actually in real life, or has a law degree rather. Um, it's not working in that field now, but yeah, we we ran. A re- it's really fun actually when we ran it. It was about the law and Warcraft and how it intersected. Uh, I doubt that we'll be able to find somebody to bring that back because Matt made that column way interesting, as only Matt could. Um, Another question that I think that I want to just kind of address too that I've heard a lot on Twitter and elsewhere today is our relationship with Blizzard. So I, I'm just going to – two things then I'll turn it over to Alex and, and my colleagues here. Uh, first is that no, they have not funded us and we would not accept, I believe, a large donation from them or anything like that. Uh, we have – I, I have heard from other folks, although I haven't seen a donor list that some individuals have and that's cool if they want to do that, but we're not – we're not going to be beholden to a corporation. And frankly, Blizzard would never do that either because they want us to be independent. That's part of the, the relationship that we have with them. Um, and the second question that kind of has been asked is just how is our dynamic changing with Blizzard? And the answer is I don't think it'll change at all because you guys see our dynamic with them for the vast majority of stuff that we do. I mean, everybody's on Twitter. Everybody's having a good time. They respond to our stuff as much as we respond to their stuff and i for already i see that occurring with the new site so i i don't think there's anything that'll change there uh, alex yeah, um, uh you know time will tell on some of those things um first uh blizzard don't sue us for our name please i'm begging you <laughs> uh second i think um uh, how much should i say probably not very much um in recent years uh, there's been kind of a, a mutual respect where I don't think we all like what each other is doing, but we are generally on the same page and we're fans of what they do and we passionate because of what they make. And if we criticize, it's because we're passionate about the, what they make. And I think they've come to respect that. And we aren't really going to change that. And if Blizzard is not going to suddenly have an about face, I think we're good. Um, we, like I said, we don't take money from Blizzard. We never have. That's ridiculous. If individuals who work at Blizzard want to contribute, that's their right. And that's not buying us off. Um, there's an advertisement section in, uh, in our effort FAQ in just general stuff about, you know, what determines how we make our content in our Patreon FAQ. And that applies to everybody equally. Um, backers, sponsors, our opinions are ours. And that's all there is to it. It's quite frankly, we don't even necessarily agree amongst each other. 
Um, I've argued no. with Alex tons of times. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, we Alex. don't. <laughs> so it's it's not like you know there's there's never going to be a monolithic opinion about anything here. Um, and that ref- that doesn't just it goes for Blizzard and all of his individual games. You know, it's I think we you know we're pretty established as liking their games. Uh, I've just spent you know ten years of my life playing one of them, and you know I've picked up a couple others. I, I'm not going to stop playing them. Uh, I still think I'm going to say this for now, Blizzard. You are wasting an opportunity not putting out a freaking single player RPG. You are wasting an opportunity, and you should get on that already. Uh, still, still so irritated you haven't done that yet. I mean, that's not. I thought what was Mr. Pandaria? <laughs> oh, hey now, we sorry. always have the latest. <laughs> on the <Mr>. <laughs> <laughs> Next, yeah, so the tagline at the top of the site, guys, is is really uh, yeah. it's just an inside joke. It's Up, update the the well, here's what's going on with Mr. Pandaria. Still the last expansion. Yes. Um. So, a question. Oh, yeah. Let's. Uh, I'll ask this because I. And you know how I feel about this uh, question in the chat channel that just went by. Anne and Matt, do you guys feel that you'll be able to go and have more in-depth and longer Know Your Lores now? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. We're probably not going to go nuts like we did on the last couple KYLs. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say flat out, when I started working for WoW Insider, I think my very first Know Your Lore article was three pages and almost 6,000 words. Oh um, and... Uh, our first editor-in-chief kind of let me get away with doing these massively huge articles. And then our second editor-in-chief kind of reeled me back and said, no, no more than, you know, no more than three, okay? No more than three. And I said, okay. And I remember. every once in a while, I'd push it anyway because I just had something to say and had to say it. And then um, Alex came in and kind of reeled me back a little bit further. And I've gotten to the point where it's like, I can write a pretty concise article. Um, the other I like that kinda, she's defining two thousand words as pretty concise. Pretty concise, right. yeah. No, um, I, I've gotten I've gotten a little more used to using less words to say more things, and I think a lot of that has come from actually doing some published material, doing actual books. Because yeah, uh, publishers, no, when they give you a word count, they mean it. And they, there is no wiggle room. <laughs> versus versus out. Alex and I. They, they you figure you out. Know, you figure out what because because a print page. There's only so much you can put on a print page. Internet page, you can put lots more on there, and you just scroll through it. You can't scroll a book. Um, well, I just want to like this much. Um, I'll I'll put it this way. Uh, when I first started writing here, I I was working on the Warrior column, and I was told by the the EIC at the time, actually, you know, I was told you, you've got 1500 words maximum. Yeah. Don't go over that. And for the warrior column, I more or less stayed within that. I mean, occasionally I would go up to 2000 and I was notorious for doing this. I mean, I remember when we hired Don Moore and, and I think Dan was at the time was EIC, wasn't he? Was it Dan? I think so. No, that was, uh, Liz was here when Dan came on. Okay. Uh, said to me, okay, I believe Dawn said something effective, but he does it. He goes over and, and Liz came and said, how, how long, how much have you been going over? And I'm like, well, maybe a thousand or so words. <laughs> She's like, don't do that anymore. Yeah, so, and- so yeah, we've learned to, to, we've learned to kind of operate within that. Like the last couple KYLs, we went a little nuts because we could. Oh, that last uh, one, I went completely yeah. nuts. It was like 4,000 words just because yeah. I could. We're not, we're not going to do that. <laughs> we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. But we will, we will be going more in depth and we'll probably be, you know, talking about different topics and things like that. I, I you know, we kind of had a limit as to what we could write about with WoW Insider because we'd covered so much. Like, so much had been covered already. And we've kind of got a nice blank slate now. Yeah, and yeah. on the word count thing, from the editor-in-chief perspective... Um, oh, yeah, you should when probably... I, <laughs> when I see people mention that have worked for us mention word count on Twitter, um, one of the first things you often see as a reply is word counts are stupid and arbitrary anyways. Um, I would disagree. There's uh, a fun phenomenon that you struggle with that the longer a piece is, the fewer people finish reading it. And some, yeah. and you will have that small group of people who are totally engrossed to what you've written, and they will go all the way to the end and ask for more. But the vast majority of people will stop 
after about 1,000 to 1,500 words. So at that point, are you helping anyone and are you helping yourself? Um, you want to have a compact thing that gets your point across and people are going to finish. If you go 4,000 words, that's extra time invested that is wasted because people aren't going to finish reading it. That's extra money invested because you have to pay somebody for the time they spent writing this. And it's wasted because people aren't going to finish it. And there's just generally not a need to go 4,000 words on something. You're not writing an encyclopedia. You can write an encyclopedia over time, over things that are 1,500 to 2,000 words. If you're going for 6,000 words, you're not helping anybody. And so and, word and counts one of the things, are yeah, useful. One of the things we learned to do when we wrote KYL and we wanted to get longer was to break things up. Yeah, And you'll see that like when we, when we go forward, I'm sure. I mean, I know one of the things I'm going to try and do is I'm going to try and tackle topics that, that I've covered in the past and didn't think I covered, right? Like, say, the first war. And you can do the first war as a series of 1,500-word articles because it's, yeah, it's the first war. It isn't one guy's life. The, 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 the interesting thing about uh, doing KYL is it's taught me that it's actually harder to write about an individual yeah. than it is to write about like the events because individuals go through multiple events. Like Garage Hellscream, there's a reason we had like eight Garage Hellscream articles. You know? Yeah, trying like, to go over the life and times of Illidan Stormrage in like 1,500 words isn't going to happen. <laughs> it really is. It's just, not a lot. <laughs> and it, and it's, it's the situation with those columns is that as we've moved through writing them, um, one of the things we've learned is, is how to be concise. But the other thing we've learned is how to let something stop and come back to it. Yeah. And say, yeah. okay – this is what we're covering. It's going to be up to this point and then next week or next time, whatever. We'll come back and refer to that and then move on. Yeah, and sometimes you can go forever. Like, if you're talking about Illidan, if you go on a tangent about, you know, an entire war when you're talking about Illidan, you're not really writing about Illidan anymore. You're writing about all these other things and you really want to get to the essence of the topic and that keeps the word count in check. You keep it focused. And that's the kind of article that people are going to finish reading and make your time and money worth it. So, good questions. Yes. Really good questions. Thank you, guys. Should we, should we wrap up this first podcast? Well, if yeah. we're going to do that, then we should, there's at least a couple things we should mention. Yes. Uh, okay. First off, uh, since we've, we know it's now been dropped, it's been out all day, uh, BlackRock Foundry is open for rating. Um, I don't think it's LFR is opened yet, but you can go in on normal and, and rate it. It's, I think, normal and heroic. Mythic and hasn't opened yet, and LFR hasn't opened yet. Or can you and do it on Mythic? I don't think so. I think it is next okay. week. But that's that's happened, and also World Boss Rukma has is also alive. You can you can raid Rukma as well. Firebird and, down in Spires of Iraq, and has a mount. By yes, the way. play Firebird. So. Mm-hmm. so those two those two things happened today. It wasn't it wasn't just this. We, there actually was like wow news to mention. Um, so I thought that, that we should get that out. You guys can talk about that. I feel like we should mention um, our, our new Twitter account is at Blizzard Watch, and our new Facebook. What's our new Facebook, Adam? Uh, Facebook dot com forward slash Blizzard Watch. There you go. And then of course we're at blizzardwatch.com. dot com. So if you came in here wondering what the heck was going on. That's how you can find our things. <laughs> and and uh, if you are following the old things, you should probably follow the new things because we aren't in charge of the old things anymore. One thing, one thing that was mentioned to me on Twitter and I thought I should mention here as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if you used your Twitter account to comment in the old system, oh, yeah. you might want to go into your settings and disable it because the new things can, will now have access to your Twitter and you may or may not want that. Yeah. That's right. up to you, but... I'm just pointing that out in case you did that. Yep. And uh, if you want to support Blizzard Watch, because everything we do relies on support from you guys, you can uh, go to patreon.com slash blizzardwatch. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Um, you can, it's a monthly recurring contribution, which you can cancel at any time. And you decide how much you want to contribute. If it's a dollar per month, we love you. It's ten dollars per month. We also love you. Set your price. Um, 
I think somebody decided to give us three cents because our total right now is eight thousand two hundred twenty-nine dollars and three cents. Thank you. So I Thank guess you. you can give three cents. I um, love that person too. We also you guys love that person. realize every time you put in a dot and cents, it drives it drives uh, Maticus. It drives him absolutely crazy. He's like, but watches this. He gets really OCD every time there's a dot and a cents. So. I will still love you if you give us three cents, maybe a little less than if you gave us a dollar, but um, I'll still love you. You'll just be my least favorite child because it's three cents. Oh, and people are, people are asking me, where should they send emails to get them answered for the show? Yes. We, we haven't talked about that because I have Blizzard Watch emails set up for Alex and I right now, and that's it. Um, so... Podcast emails, what should be the email, you guys? Um, I think the show. The at, show? At blizzardwatch.com. The show at blizzardwatch.com. Since that seems to be a pretty good place for them to go, generally should, should we give you an opportunity to set this up before they start emailing it and just have them put it in the comments of the how, show this week? How yeah. long? Let's do that. Yeah. So you if you have questions only. for next week... Put them in the comments of this week's post, and we will address them next week. And by then, we should have email all set up. Yeah. That way, I don't have to go do it right after this, which would be fine. Yeah. Good deal. <laughs> um, Matt, you want to kind of carry it out then? Uh, basically, that's the show, guys. Thank you for listening for our first. Uh, next week is most likely going to be on the usual day. Uh, that is Monday. It's most likely not going to. We're not doing a two shows a week thing until we know what we're doing. So it'll be quite some time before you get that lore podcast. Uh, but for now, this has been Blizz Watch, uh, Blizzard Watch. That is, I, I keep calling it Blizz Watch because you know my brain likes to shorten things. <laughs> uh, uh, thank you for listening, and thank it's you for totally supporting us. It's totally a weather website. It's yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Or ice. I cream. heard the East Coast is getting hit really hard. I think we watch ice cream. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, Thank you again for everything. And uh, everybody say goodnight. 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 I guess I have to go figure out more stretch goals. Night, everybody.